What's going on, everybody? Welcome in. Happy Friday. You are watching Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. We got five games to break down on the ice tonight. I got Cam Stewart hanging by. But first, let's talk Prize Picks. It is time for the Prize Picks play of the day. Follow the link in the description for the deposit match. A little reminder of the scoring three points for a goal, two for an assist, half a point for a shot half a point for a block, and I am looking at shooters. I don't know if I picked Alex Ovechkin yet this season. He's sitting there at 4.6. It's disrespect. It's disrespect. I'm seeing guys like Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews up plus five points. Ovi, 4.6 points. He's got goals in four straight games, five of his past six, at least two shots in every game this season. I know two shots is nothing, but he doesn't disappear. He's always at least on the score sheet. Three at least three shots in eight of his last nine games. So I've talked a lot about a floor, a fantasy floor here. So I'm thinking he gets at least three, four shots here tonight. So that's one point, 1.5, two points. If he gets an assist, we're right there. If he scores a goal, we're getting the total because Ovi is just shooting the puck so often. 19 shots in his past four games. And I don't know about the Rangers. Like they win nine, nothing. They lose five, nothing. Are they going to bring the coaches to the game tonight? I have no idea what's happening with the Rangers night in and night out, but I know that Ovechkin loves to shoot the puck and he's a sniper. So I'm taking the over on Ovi at 4.6. And if his shot prop is 3.5, I would take the over there as well. Tyler Toffoli in here next. I've been talking a lot about Tyler Toffoli, but it's warranted, right? He's got 18 goals. He's three behind Austin Matthews. He's two behind Connor McDavid. The Habs have played the Canucks seven times this year. They're averaging 4.8 goals per game over those seven games. And you look at the Canucks at five on five per 60 minutes. I know they've cleaned it up a little bit lately. Demko's been solid, but they're still giving up a lot of shots. The most shot attempts, the most shots, the highest expected goal rate, the most scoring chances, and the second most high danger scoring chances at five and five per 60 minutes. So the chances are going to be there for the Canadians and Tyler Toffoli tonight. 94 shots on the season. And in those seven games against the Canucks, he has eight goals, 13 points, and 32 shots. Another guy, at least three shots on goal in seven of his past 10 games. So there's a solid floor there as well. And then the other guy on the way out, Let's go with David Perron. If you're looking for a third, David Perron is at 3.1 against the San Jose Sharks. The the Sharkies, as we bring in Cam Stewart. What's up, man? Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday, Mia. Yeah, SJ Sharky's been competitive. They losing been. losing losing one goal heartbreakers to Vegas. If you got him on the puck line, hey, SJ Sharky's gonna make you some uh, some fish food. I will say this, man, it's been tough. And I can't lie, guys, I'd like to apologize for last Friday's picks. I think my dogs, like, literally, hey, guys, I'm going to take all these dogs. They got murdered. Ottawa got murdered. <clears throat> it's these matchups, Meanie. You talk about it off the top. Like, if I see Montreal-Vancouver one more time, I'm going to jump out a window. I get At the start of the year, it was fun. Now it's hard to, it's hard to cap this stuff. It's like, I know. what the heck is going on here? It's, it, it, it fools with your mind what you want to do, capping strategies. You come back over-unders. I don't know what to do. I'm telling you, man, it's been difficult. And uh, last night was tough, too. A lot of these dogs, it's funny. Sometimes you're on the wrong ones. They were barking last night. But I will say this, man, it's it's really interesting. We got to look at some of these goaltenders. Guys are having problems. You talked about the COVID angle. Like, people are like, oh, what are you going to – the Rangers. So they're bringing up the HL's Hartford Wolfpack. Oh, 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 yeah, you know what? 
it, yeah, nine nothing. So they play their best game of the year with a bunch of coaches. It tells you hockey players know themselves. Meaning, you're on the first line. I'm rolling you out, Matt Best. You're on the second line, Cam. You're going to kill some penalties tonight. These guys know what they're doing. And I'll tell you, seeing Chris Drury on the bench, a friendly face and a great guy for the franchise, has actually inspired these guys. And if it wasn't for Vladimir Putin, the Russian government getting involved with those nine games that the Breadman missed, the Rangers might be in a hell of a lot of a, even a better position. So there's a lot of things to think about, but. What are they going to do coming off that nine to nothing win? You saw the Flyers; they get pumped, then they come back, have a three nothing lead against the Isles, piss it away, and then come back and win four three. Meaning, what a world we're living in in the NHL. I know that was the only game I think I got right yesterday. Yesterday was tough. I'll be honest <laughs> it was a with tough, you; like, it was a tough night for me too. Yeah, it was. It was really tough. Like picking on the Sabers, fine. Like whatever. Yeah, that's you easy. Don't need me to tell you to take a you know, pick on the Sabres and the puck line. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, and, and books like you and I talked, just taking it off the board completely. Like, <laughs> it's it. You're not stealing any money from us anymore, betting against the Sabres. But yeah, yesterday, I, I mean, I was on the Jets. I had the over there. That didn't work out. The Flyers is one when I did my NHL puck report for FTN is a free video. I've been doing that a couple times a week. That was the game that I was on. I said, listen, yep. I, I have some issues with the Flyers defense and the goaltending. And we kind of ripped Carter Hart uh, mm-hmm. a little bit the other day. But when a team loses nine nothing in the quick turnaround, you know you got to see their best effort, and they almost gave that away in the third period. So even just lucky to get that. But I was trying to be different with picks yesterday, Cam, not yep. just the sides and the totals because it, it is the same games over and over again. I was betting on Ryan Johansson to zero points minus one thirty four, <laughs> Cam Atkinson zero points. Minus, yep. It's a different feeling when you pick somebody to have zero points. You get super nervous when they're touching the puck. And in overtime last night, Cam Atkinson had the puck on his stick a lot. And I was like, don't score, don't score, don't score. I call Paul Mary, no points. He had an assist. So I was just trying to get unique here. But we'll talk about the Rangers in just a second. I want to bring up the Habs and Canucks first. But Mm -hmm. I really would like to get your thoughts on David Quinn before we get into them. Actually, you know what? Let's just do Rangers and Caps. Let's just start there. You mentioned the coaching change in jury. or Not not even a change. He's at home. We had – Dennis Esser, Coach Esser on the show. He's a big Rangers guy. And I asked him about David Quinn and, and the thoughts there. He's supposed to be a guy that's known for developing young players. And I, I'm seeing young players in the Rangers not really get developed over the I agree. couple of years. This is like slow moving for some of these guys. And then the coaching staff is gone and they have their best game of the season, nine goals. Mika Zibinijad, we've been asking where he's been all year. He has the hat trick and six points. Like, what do you make of this Rangers team? I'm going to be honest with you. I think they're a play on team and I think they're going to get better. The goaltending was really inconsistent with Shesterkin and Georgiev. That's the thing. If they get any type of goaltending, they're good. Meaning, remember all the two, they had problems with the back end as well. And you, you, you talked about it. Lafreniere, all these young guys, like you should, you know, other guys are stepping up and they're doing things quickly. It's getting better. Zabanajet has been a ghost. That six point night was fantastic, but I will say this. Yeah. Me and you, no, me. And I, I was talking about you, Meanie, to my boy Brian Blessing last night, and we we're talking about all these analytics guys. Oh, faceoffs don't mean anything. Like, well, are you actually going to say that comment at doing a hockey show? It means everything. Line changes, guys getting off, setting up your plays, the breakout. There's so many things that go. I get it. You have to look at numbers. And you have to look at other things. But some of these coaches, man, I'm just not impressed. That's the thing. You spent, you put Chris Drury on former uh, Ranger and Sabre great. These players are probably like, hey, man, it's nice. This guy's actually played the game at this level and stuff, a loose atmosphere, and they pumped Philadelphia. They played their best game of the year, offensively, defensively, everything. It was a perfect hockey game for these guys. And I don't know, Chris, like I look at these coaches, 
And I don't want to say this about hockey, but let's get real. I will say it about hockey. I think the coach matters least. Out of all the big sports, these guys already know what they're doing. They can run their own practices. They can do this stuff. Tinkering a little bit, but it's a game. It's also a very simple game when you break it down and a game of luck. There's... I think people overcomplicate things, and that's what bothers me. Watching the Arizona Coyotes, I'm like, guys, you're always looking for this perfect play. It's never happening. That's why you don't score goals against Minnesota. Do simple things. That's what worked for the Leafs. You chuck pucks in front of the net. You get bodies in front. It deflects. Goaltenders are good at this level, and coaches, I think, Meany, they try to get too cute. Uh, how many drills, new drills can we have in practice? These guys are at the highest level in the world. So to me, I don't think coaching matters as much as people think. Maybe I'm yeah. an idiot. No, I, I, no, I definitely don't think you're an idiot. I think you're onto something for sure. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the times I'm seeing, you know, massive whiteboards on the rink yes. in practice. And yes. it's like, guys, what is Come on? You, <laughs> you played the game, Meanie. It's not that tough. You yeah. cover your man coming back down the ice. You set it up. You have some, you know, you have a couple set plays, you know, you want to rotate, get, get the cycle moving. There's things that you want to do, but I'm like, it, hockey, it doesn't need to be as complicated as people think about it. And the COVID angle is three and one. All these teams that didn't have, that had the AHL coaches and other guys, and Vegas was a totally different story. They lost a heartbreaker in overtime or a shootout, I think, to St. Louis. Yeah. So, you know, know what I'm saying, me? Me and you could go in there. Call me you and uh, producer Matt up there. We'll get behind the bench. Okay, guys, go do your thing. Hey, great coaching job by the guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we were there. I thought David Quinn should have been on the hot seat. Maybe he was on the hot seat and and potentially, you know, maybe they go on a bit of a run here and he's fine, but there are little things that sometimes I think coaches overthink. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll go to Desharmin a little bit when we talk about the Habs, but the same things are happening with him as they happen with Julian. Uh, But one thing I did notice with the Rangers, just the little things, you know, you talk about analytics, offensive zone face-offs. When you Mm -hmm. have an offensive zone face-off, shouldn't Mika Zibinijad be on the ice? Yes. With the Canadians, when you have an offensive zone face-up, I get you want to put Deneau as your best guy out there. But maybe you want to put Suzuki on there. Maybe you don't mm. want to put the fourth line. I know it's, okay, we have a, uh, an offensive zone face-off. We're not going to put the fourth line on in our own zone, maybe, because we don't want to get trapped. But it's a scoring opportunity. So why don't you put your best players on? Just yeah, little exactly. things like that. That's one thing I noticed with Mika Zibinijad, not getting a lot of offensive zone face-offs. Great point, Meanie. And another thing is, things. take a look at this. So you're the Montreal Canadiens, and you actually talked about this. People, listen to this man. He knows what he's doing. He knows hockey inside out better than some guys in the league. You put the wrong guys in in the overtime. You don't get the point. What does that lead to, people? It leads to a shootout. The Montreal Canadiens are 0 for 8 in shootouts, and they're gonna. it could cost them a playoff spot. Yeah, so yeah. this is what we're talking about. Not only do I want the shootout abolished because it's absolutely stupid, and I'm watching these guys go in at one mile an hour and trip over the puck and not even get – you know, shots on net. It's ridiculous. You should be playing three on three. We already talked about that. But look at those decisions, Meanie. It's a domino effect. If the decisions that they make in overtime, they can't steal that point. You saw the game against Winnipeg. Opportunity, Ehlers comes down the end, da, 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 scores. Winnipeg gets the extra point. You're sitting there with your stick in your hand. You're 0-8 going at, with shootouts too. Lost points. It'll come back and bite you in the NHL. You know how tight the point system is. Yeah, well, I said this. How many times I say this on the show? And when you start overtime with Paul Byron yep. and Philip Deneau against Shifley, Wheelers, and I don't know who the hell, Connor, yep. you deserve to lose. Exactly. You deserve to lose, and that's why they haven't, they haven't had um, success at all in overtime or the shoot. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, okay, blood boiling. Let's go. <laughs> Rangers <laughs> yeah, and Caps. It's supposed to be a nice, friendly Friday. <laughs> but some of these coaches and the decisions, it, it is mind-boggling. Again, I, I, I thought it was a Julian thing, but it's not. It is not a Julian thing. It, you deserve to lose hockey games when you don't put your best players on the ice in mm-hmm. three on three it's a skills comp it's a skills competition it is no disrespect to paul byron this is a skills competition and if you want to get the extra point you better put somebody on the ice who can score a goal and he's not one of them the rangers and the capitals tonight washington minus 141 18 and 10 against the spread the total here is six 19 six and four the caps are hot they're red hot they come in with six straight wins, 10 of their last 11. The Rangers plus 123, 18 and 10 against the spread. So <laughs> the Rangers figured it out. Have they, <laughs> is, this, is this an opportunity to ride with them? I, I have a little bit of pause, man. I, I've watched, I've been watching the Capitals play. They're, they're in the zone. They're feeling it right now. They're getting better goaltending. I wish that Samsonov was playing. This is the first of a back-to-back. He probably plays tomorrow. That guy looks real good. Uh, what do you think? That's so so funny you say that, meaning because the the luggage man Samsonov at the start, I thought his bags were going to be packing. The guy could yeah, even like stand on his feet. Now he's in some kind of zone. I got to come back to the Rangers as a dog. Okay. I know I apologize as again last week. Me and Meanie we're we're giving you guys picks, but everything's bleeding into each other with these games. It's actually nice that we have a different matchup here. Um, it's hard to back up a nine to nothing performance, but I'm going to give the Rangers the benefit of the doubt and also streaks. You talk about Zabanajad, that really gets him off the schneid. Not even a two point night, a six point night. I think Panarin being back from that crap uh, with Russia and all the other stuff, he's one of a popular guy in the room as we talk about. I think there's something galvanizing with the Rangers. Washington's hot, but the streak could come to an end. We're getting a decent dog price. Wouldn't mind a little bit more, but I like the New York Rangers. Uh, I don't like stepping in front of Washington either, Meanie but I'm going to take a small play on the Rangers as a dog here. Uh, it'll be in some parlays as well. You know, I do those plus one and a half. So if I can find a favorite, try to jack it to plus money there. Um, you see it. These games end in overtime or a shootout. And you know what? I don't mind paying juice on one end as long as you get a, a, a decent price on the other and you can turn it into a plus. I'm down with that. I think the Rangers win or lose a heartbreaker. I like the Rangers tonight. I'm going to be betting them. I, I like the Mika call. We've said this a few times. We've been waiting for him. I know I've been wrong on him a couple times when he scored. It's like, okay, now he's going to go on a bit of a run. But a six-point night and three goals, and he had four shots. He had a power play goal. He had a shorthanded goal. He had the breakaway finish. So must have felt pretty good to, to get going like that. So I, I'm seeing here DraftKings – He's still juiced up at, you know, well, it's plus money, but it's three and a half. I think, you know, we have a lot of people following the show north of the border, bet 365. You're going to see him at two and a half at minus 140. I don't mind that. He's been over the two and a half in two of his last four, which doesn't seem like a lot. But if you go further than that, he's been over the two and a half in four of his past six. So, and the, the ice time has been there for him. There was one week where he had 15 minutes and 13 minutes, and I was really bothered i was wondering what was going on that this guy needs to play to get going and then he went 20 22 20 23 and then 18 minutes so he's been getting a little bit more ice time i wouldn't take him over three and a half but i would take him over two and a half if you can find that i'm gonna side with the caps but i i see what you're saying here this next game is is my upset here with the canucks and the canadians montreal shouldn't be favored minus 182 it's just too much yeah um, they're, they're not good enough for that but under the the new coach they're four three and four so i mean they've been in every game i thought that they played amazing in the third period against the jets to, to come back in that game and tie it up but same old story with them in, in overtime vancouver here plus money plus 155 15 and 18 against the spread the total here is six i like the under i think demko has just been playing so good 
uh, price has been great. And if it's not price, Jake Allen has, has been great as well. Yep. Uh, I watched both games against the Sens. The Sens competed like we expect them to. And that's what it was, they do. That's exactly you what know. they do. Guys, yeah. me and Meany will give you a tip. For the people in Canada, you know, our friends down in the United States, uh, God, I wish I could go over the border and just crush some chicken wings watching March Madness. But I'm going to say this. The Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs will get Ottawa's best effort every time. It's regional. It's hate. People who grew up as Canadian fans, Senator fan. Oh man, I'm in Ottawa. They were Canadians fans as kid, or they hate the Leafs or whatever. It's simple. When Ottawa, they, they beat the Leafs on Sunday, right? Meanie last week. That's yeah. another thing. These teams get Ottawa's best effort. And if you look, all the teams from the West are usually peppering, uh, peppering these guys. They have problems with Montreal, Toronto. I will say this, my, my friend. Montreal, I like them tonight, but that price stinks. Demko, Demko is on fire, as you said. He's the hottest goaltender in the National Hockey League. He's like like Flurry and Vasilevsky right now. He's he's feeling it. I think the Canadians win. I take them in regulation or or parlays, dance partner, probably parlays because I'm expecting a close game. But I like Montreal. I like what I've seen the last couple games. They're getting better. If it goes to overtime or a shootout, oh, though, sad. why just take a big lighter to your money because it's done. They're <laughs> going to go 0-9. <laughs> beating, beating Demko in a shootout, good luck with that. So I got to take Montreal in regulation and parlays, buddy. Go Habitant. <laughs> yeah, regulation for sure. We have that joke in the F FTN Discord. You're looking for live bets. I mean, anytime you see this team heading to overtime, go the yep. other way. Yeah, they have been playing a little bit better. Um, I the price does suck in indeed, but it's they're coming home now off a six game road trip. I, mm -hmm. I think they could potentially be flat. They got in uh, yesterday on Thursday. They, it's been a great. They had the two games against the Canucks, they had the two games against Calgary where they absolutely got worked over, and then the two games against the Jets. So they looked a little bit better in, in every game, but I will side with it. I think the under is the play, though. Like, yeah, it might schools. be. Yeah, the Canucks haven't been scoring a, a lot, and I mentioned Demko, how good he's been. So that's that's my favorite bet from it. But like Toffoli, again, two and a half, not breaking any news here. I like them off the top of the show, uh, two and a half shots. I like him again. I'm seeing him on DraftKings, minus 167, two and a half. That's not bad. Uh, I don't mind that. and get involved, get into some parlays, and, and away you go. The Leafs, it feels like forever since the Leafs have played. And yeah. we're going to get so much of this down the stretch. Thankfully, the Canadians are done with the Canucks after this weekend. It's Friday, Saturday. And then I think they got five or six games against Toronto, five or six against Calgary, five or six against Edmonton. So it's going to be crazy here. And the Leafs are now tied atop the North after the, the Oilers win last night. The Jets are a couple back. The Flames are are starting to try to make a push here with Sutter. Yeah. They're plus 140, 13 and 17 against the spread. The Leafs minus 162. Haven't played since Sunday, which you mentioned against the Senators. They've lost five of six, I believe. 11 and 19 against the spread. The total here is six and a half. Uh, Frederick Anderson, before I came on, he admitted to playing through an injury. He was mm -hmm. brilliant to start the season. He's been a little shaky lately. He's obviously going through something. I know a lot of people are, but it's not comforting to hear a goalie say that they're playing through an injury. I don't like to hear that. What do you make of this game? It's another one like the Canadians, but I think the books, these guys aren't stupid. Like they're, they're jacking up Montreal because they think they're going to be coming out and, and playing better, even despite the road trip in the Leafs. I would have probably made this line a buck 40. It's too high, but I thought, but I like Toronto to win the game. Meanie. So sometimes you know what I mean? I took my Friday dogs. I think that the break is good for Austin Matthews and his injury. I think it gives time for Freddie Anderson to get a little bit better. This team will be galvanized. 
Uh, I think uh, they're going to pay attention on, on the back end a little bit more. Calgary's been good. I watched those games against Edmonton. They got a little bit of a bounce in their step, but Toronto also rested and understanding they haven't been playing their best hockey, right? That series against the Jets, that was troubling to them. I think they're a better team than Calgary, so I like the Leafs. I might attach it to Montreal in a money line parlay as well, but you look at the line, I'm not going to say this. Well, I will say this. There's no value tonight. That's the thing, and I feel the right. books kind of are jacking up those favorites. You know, the old Friday night juice job. I feel like we're working for at the Tropicana factory here, Meanie. Like, what would you have made that line with Toronto? Uh, probably around uh, a buck 40? Yeah, 48, 45, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's high. It's high. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you, though. I think the Leafs win. I mean, I think this break was was good for them. I think we could see Wayne Simmons bring in Matty Best and see Huge. what he thinks about his Leafs. Wayne Simmons, like, he was practicing yesterday with the team. And he was taking shifts with the, the regular line mates in the second line there. He's getting top power play time. I don't know if he comes back or not, but this is going to be a huge boost, Maddie, to the team. Yeah, the team has been missing a guy like Wayne Simmons since he's been out. There's no replacing what a Wayne Simmons does, a guy that True. wasn't only on a heater but isn't afraid to stand in front of the net to the point where he told his teammates, just shoot the puck at me. Um, the one thing I am excited for is if Galchenyuk does get to play and what he can do alongside Tavares and Nylander. And it's not that I'm looking for Galchenyuk to find his 30-goal form. I'm just looking for John Tavares and William Nylander to have some sort of stable line mate on the left mm -hmm. side there. I mean, they started the season with Jimmy VC, and now where did he go? And they've been cycling people in and out of that lineup or in that spot with Kerfoot, Mikheyev. Pierre Engvall's even had a shot up there. It'll just be nice for them to have someone competent, hopefully, in Galchenyuk there, because I think that just allows the bottom six lines to settle out, too. Because Wayne Simmons Excellent knows point. he's not going to be a top six forward, but he's going to get the minutes of a top six forward because he's going to play on that power play. But he needs to just hang with his traditional line mates. And the same with Kerfoot. That guy's not ready for top six minutes. He's not that good. And I like Hyman, Kerfoot, and Mikheyev. I think that's an extremely effective line. It's just that one little spot on the second line has such a trickle-down effect that Galchenyuk could be a key cog to this team. And it feels silly to say, but I'm not, like I said, looking for 30 goals. I'm looking for stability. Excellent. See, that's the thing. And, Meany, you, 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 know, you know the game. You, one thing's an, analytics can't measure. You have the heart of a raisin or the heart of a bowling ball. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. And Wayne Simmons brings things to the Leafs that they lack. That's the thing. He'll pick a fight when they're down. The, he'll do the dirty work. He'll get in front of the net. Well-liked in the locker room. Those things are very, very important. These are intangibles that actually matter. You can't have cliques and all this other crap uh, going on. And Matt, I think you bring up a lot of really good points there. Um, you know, Galchenyuk, it is what it is, right? You just want stability there. I think the Leafs are a better team than Calgary, and I see good things in the future. This little speed bump, Meanie, I think they get things back on track. They believe in the coach. They believe in the system, and uh, I think they might take out some frustrations on Calgary tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Every team has to go through this, and if you're a Leafs fan, you, you, should, you should be happy that they went through this. You can't just roll through the whole season. You have to have a little bit of adversity. You have to. Mm -hmm. It's just... It, Teams that don't go through that adversity, look at the look at the lightning, right? At first hand. I mean, they didn't go through any adversity when they had that amazing season and they got bounced in the first round and they just weren't used to losing. They yeah. just had their way with everybody. And then they adjusted and made some changes. And then they played the same team in the first round in Columbus and had their way with them. And then they went on to win the Stanley Cup. So I think the adversity is good for the Leafs. I like the Leafs too in a bounce back spot here. Galchenyuk is interesting. He's played with talented players before and he showed up and he's looked decent playing with those players. 
you know, the, he had the 30 goal season that Matt alluded to uh, with the Canadians. I believe he was 19 years old at the time. He's played with top players in Pittsburgh and has been productive in spurts too. So if he gets into the lineup tonight, uh, I will be interested in, in him. And from a DFS standpoint is a little bit of a pump play that I don't think people will be on, but if you can find us, Matthews three and a half North of the border, he'd be around minus 150. I like that. He's minus 200, three and a half DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a pass, but I would go as high as minus 150 for Matthews, but Willie Nylander has been shooting a little bit more two and a half. I'm seeing him on DraftKings two and a half the shots. Uh, him and Tavares are guys that I don't mind here. I know, uh, Matt, we joked about Tavares, I think, a couple weeks ago with the two and a half, but minus 139 here. I, I think we'll see Toronto's uh, a really strong effort from Toronto. And I've been afraid of attacking the Flames since they made the coaching change, but it seemed like the same old Flames in their last game. Sutter can only do so much, Cam, I think. It's yep. the personnel on this Calgary team. They just don't have it. Yeah, the thing was, yeah, they look they look good in their games before, and then Edmonton just took them out to the woodshed in that game that you talk about. I was actually on that one. Meany got that got that one right. It's funny the games I was on these other nights, like the Rangers, and they win nine nothing. I love those games where I don't even have to think. I can yeah. just sit back, pop a steam whistle, and go, yeah, this is fun. I don't have to worry about hedging overtime, Montreal in a shootout, any of that nonsense. But I will say this: I think Toronto is in a very very good spot against the Flames. And you said it, the Flames are who they are. If they don't get any type of goaltending defensively, they really fall into bad lapses and they can get burned with teams with speed. Toronto, uh, it's not, I, I think Toronto wins this game probably. I'm thinking it might even go over the number. I don't like the six and a half hook, but I see Toronto winning like a five to two, five to three type of game. Write it down, people. Cam's been nailing <laughs> scores. Write it down. We brought you up on Wednesday. Would you nail a score? Like I'm writing it down. Five to two, at least. Five yeah, to three, ten like, bucks, whatever. Hey, you take your girlfriend out for some Swiss chalet, or you know, if we if we hit if we hit it, I don't know. What does that pay exact score meaning on that one? Probably pretty good. I don't know. I, pretty I, good. Pretty good. <laughs> like a golfer winning? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, anyway, sure. let's Pretty let's hope good. we hit. Let's hope we hit it. All right, quickly, me before we get to the other. Actually, you know what? Let's get yeah. to the other games, and I want to talk to you about a scenario. I'm not a reporter, but I got some interesting news and thoughts that I want to uh, throw your way as they've been throwing around some uh, potential playoff situations, and I want to tell you something and get your thoughts on it. But let's finish with the board. These okay. other games are. Uh, what do you think about S.J. Sharkey in St. Louis? I'll tell you one thing about St. Louis. These guys got me singing more than the blues. I When this team plays, I break things. They kill my parlays. I can't even hedge out against L.A. I had a great night there. I'm like, hey, all I need is St. Louis. Oh, they're down 3-1, to one, and now the Kings are 11-1 to one favorites. Thanks, everybody. I can't even get, what, hedge out for 19 bucks on my parlay? Like, it's just a nightmare. This team is a train wreck. And Vince Dunn, they were talking about it. Even he's having to get in fights. Their defense, they're not scaring anybody in front of that. Teams, teams are taking liberties doesn't matter with who so they play harder for him Bennington he's not been the same guy since he signed the deal I'm going to tell you something SJ Sharkey's playing better it's it's the Sharks are nothing I have no faith in the Blues none yeah Cam you may be on to something I don't put my money on the Blues I've been crying <laughs> as well like screw the Blues like they are on my list and we've been making I've been making excuses for them too like oh maybe they're just going through the motions they're just trying to adjust life yep. without Alex Petrangelo like they have issues and every time I look at their lines, they're different too. And I know Tarasenko has been back, but they've been winless since Tarasenko has been back. They've lost five straight games. They've lost three times to the Sharks this season. Maybe just got to put the Sharks on the card here. Plus money. Like, let's, let's go. The defense, it's a problem. And, like, they, they talk about it. Like, teams are not afraid of us. Like, they're hanging out in front of the net. 
that's the thing about LA, right? LA's they own the blues. And, and I'm like, what the hell have I done? Like if not, if I didn't bet the blues this year, meaning the money I'd have, like this team has cost me more than any team in the national hockey league guaranteed. And the Kings just put their big power, power forwards in front, big dudes there. If these guys can't even move them out of the way. You said it. St. Louis has more problems than people are talking about. Berube, he's trying to get these guys fired up. This is a hockey team that just doesn't get it right now. They're not getting anything from anybody. The goaltending's not been great. It's SJ Sharkey or nothing, and I think I'm going to take a take a, a swim with SJ Sharkey. I tell you what, if the Blues screw us over tonight, it's going to be uh, oh, I'm going to snap. Rage. Yeah, it's be even more <laughs> Blues four Sharks. Why? I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just start snap. Meaning I'll lose my mind, but I I just don't trust this team. They yeah. just don't like look at the LA game. Oh, they're gonna come back. I remember I was like on the they're gonna come back. They scored a three to one goal and then eh, nothing. Like there's nothing, there's no energy, there's no vibe. There's like they, they're you they have bigger problems than people think. And they need to get going because Colorado is starting to heat up. Yes. Vegas is awesome, and Minnesota is great. So they need to they need to get going because maybe the Kings are gonna catch them potentially. Like it, it's something that could happen. I've watched, I watched both games, San Jose against Vegas. They competed in both games against the Golden Yes, they Knights. did. They played really well. They got strong goaltending from Devin Dubnik. This is the first of two, so I don't know if it's going to be Martin Jones. I do feel a little uneasy if it's Jones. I would actually think about – I'll circle back here on the, on the YouTube channel when we get the goalies confirmed, but this is a late game. Like, it's 9 Eastern, so it's, it's tough. You really got to make your decision. I, I like San Jose to win the game. If it is Jones, I'll still lean with the Sharks, but I'll, I'll lean with the over. He's just, I agree. He hasn't really been as strong. So I could see maybe a 4-3 hockey game here tonight. But I'm going to decide with, with the Sharks. Yeah. You know, Hurdle back in the lineup for San Jose has given them a little bit more. It's given them two lines. When Hurdle wasn't there, it's like Timo Meyer. He's kind of just on his own. And then it's the Couture-Kane line up front. But I, I think, you know, Carlson has looked decent lately too, but Timo Meyer back in the lineup has helped him a lot. I think I like that over as well. Like I'm seeing a six, like instead of a six and a half there, the, the thing is San Jose has been scoring goals. They're scoring they goals on Vegas against good goaltender. What do you think they're going to do against the blues? Like exactly. I, I see, I see like a six to four type of game here for, for, um, for SJ Sharkey. So I think we got to go over and I'll take the dog. Write it down. Kings and Vegas, oh LA boy. plus 140, 20 and 8 against the spread. The Golden Knights minus 165, 11 and 16 against the spread. The total here is 5.5. Vegas 26 and 1 on the season. The Kings 12, 10 and 6. Been hanging around, man. This Kings team, they're they're decent, man. They really are decent. Um you know what, Meanie? I, I, I don't want to do this Cam's Friday dogs. People are gonna like start again. going, I hate this stupid redheaded guy. He's like, I, I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. This game, I might, I probably bet every game. I'd be lying to tell you that I'm not going to bet the game. But here's the thing. The Kings have been playing good hockey. Vegas is, I'll give them credit, but they've been hanging on by a thread. They had to come back to beat, hanging on by a thread's a bad term. They've been very, not as crisp. They've been a little bit sloppier. San Jose had a lead in that game, but Vegas is so damn talented, they came back and won that game. But they've been hanging on. One goal win against SJ Sharkey. Another one goal win against San Jose. So what are we talking about, Meanie? The Kings could be live. Vegas eventually could take a night off. It's hard to bet against Vegas. I also think the line is telling you. The books fear the Kings a little bit too. This is not like a, a buck 90, 200 type of scenario here. For me... It's, I'm not betting Vegas. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm probably, it's for me, it's the Kings or nothing, but 
people bet at your own risk. I'm a little bit of a different guy. And as you know, my dogs, like they didn't attack last night. They attacked me. I got chunks out of my arm. Like those were some bad dogs last week, bad boys. Yeah. I, and, and I think we talked about this last Friday that maybe they would go through something. They had the back-to-back losses of Minnesota, mm. no Petrangelo there. You know, Chandler Stevenson is not 100%. Alex Tuck is not 100%. So they are missing a, a couple guys. They have won five straight, but you're right. Those those wins have been just – they've been nail biters. Like, they came mm-hmm. back against the Sharks, and they couldn't put away the Sharks in the first one. So it has been tough. I will side with them, but I do I, – I feel a little hesitant – I think Robin Leonard could return tonight. It's possible that he could get between the pipes. So I don't know how you feel about that. Like, oh, I actually, you know what? Time. Oh, hello. I feel very regal. Oh, yeah. Like Robin Leonard compared to, 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 to Flurry. That's the yeah. thing. Like, I don't know what this team's going to do with their goaltending situation moving forward, but they better thank their damn lucky stars that they they kept Flurry around. Imagine oh, Flurry was gone and Leonard was going to be their guy. This wouldn't be the same uh, Vegas team, I could tell you that. Flurry's, uh, we're talking about him in a Vesna chat, probably him or Vazilev. The only difference is Leonard's coming back, so he's going to get less time and more rest moving forward. So if you hold that ticket, that could be a little bit rough. But I will say this, if Leonard comes back, the guys have played in a, in a dog's age, Meanie. I like the Kings more, and I'd be looking at the over. Yeah, yeah, I'd be looking at the over, too, because it's only five and a half right now. And, I, and I think Leonard, like, it's, I think he's going to return. Uh, I know left wing lock hasn't projected. Mm. And we spoke to the media on Wednesday too. So he's really close. He has been, he has been playing. So we, we could see him. I mean, even I, flurry needs a break. He does. He's, he does need a break. So exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, the DFS, where are the goal is going to come from up at the top here at center. We got Matthews, Kopitar, Tavares, Couture, Riley, Horvat, Zabinijad, Backstrom, Shen. I think we'll see some goals in this St. Louis and San Jose game. And I agree. I think, you know, a lot of these guys are fairly cheap, like a chore six, three. I'm not into O'Reilly cause he doesn't shoot enough, but Shen is five, six hurdles four nine. Lee could do a lot there. Uh, if you wanted to stack up on Leafs, you know, the way to do that is to, you know, spend down potentially on some of these San Jose or St. Louis. Guys. What about Rangers? I could see goals in Mika? that Rangers caps game a little bit too. Don't you think Meanie? Yeah, I do. do, five, do you want eight for Mika? Yeah, know what? I like to ride. Mika's one of those guys I think you ride the hot hand. It's like at the blackjack table, buddy. We just sat down and won our first four or five hands. We're not going anywhere, Meanie. You know, put the phone away. We'll talk, we'll talk to the ladies. We'll come back and see you in a bit. We have business to take care of. And I'll tell you something, Zabanajad, the way he's going, I think we got to ride that streak, and that price is still respectable. Yeah, he's he's... We just saw the upside. He had 60 fantasy points his last time out. Like He's not going to have a hat trick and six points all the time, but he's got like 30-point upside. He's got tournament-winning upside, and he's under 6K. Mm-hmm. The cheap play here would be maybe Cody Glass at 3-3. If there's no Chandler Stevenson again today, he's been playing on that top line with Pacioretty and Stone. He's been getting top power play time regardless of if um, Stevenson is playing or not. So he is just 3-3. He is interesting. I don't like goals in the Vancouver and Montreal game, but Suzuki is 4-4, and Jasper Kakanemi, who we've been on, is 3-6, so maybe a punt play as one-offs, salary savers there for you. Uh, over at wing, Pacioretty, 8-5, Obi 8-3, like Obi tonight, guys. Marner, 8, Panarin, 7-7, seven, seven. he's cheap. Toffoli, 7-3, Kane, 7, Perron, 6-8, Mark Stone, 6-7, Brock Besser, 6-4. Hoochnevich has been pretty decent too, um, you know, with Sabinejad. So maybe we just go all in there. He's got six points in his last two games, Cam. I think the Rangers get 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 some tonight. I know they scored nine, and it's hard to back it up, but I could see that game turning into an, an offensive game. 
I, I do it. I like meaning. I like where you're going with that. I think like a, a Ranger stack, I have no problems with. You want to be contrarian. Uh, we could talk about, I think, uh, SJ Sharkey or um, the Kings for yeah. some guys, right? People are going to like, I guess the Leafs are probably going to be a very popular one tonight. I think Washington would be as well when you're looking at those games, but I I'm thinking, you know, you want a little bit of, uh, of ownership with the, with the sharks, the Kings. And uh, yeah, that's what I go. And the, and the Rangers for me. I, I agree. And the way to be different, I think would be to attack line two for Toronto. Mm. You know, Matt's talking about maybe Galchenik getting in there, but Nylander's five, nine and Taveras is six, four. I mean, Matt Matthews is nine, three. So he's going to break the bank and then Marner's eight, but maybe just take a look at that second line. Some value at wing, Jordan Cairo, 4-5, TJ Oshie, 4-4. Like, TJ Oshie shouldn't be a 4-4 guy. No. He's playing with Ovechkin. Like, he's falling into points here and there. The upside is tremendous with him. Over at defense, I like Shea Theodore at 6-4. Alex Martinez at 5-8. These are guys who are benefiting from no Petrangelo. Adam Fox, 5-6. But, you know, again, what Cam is saying, the goals in New York and Washington, goals in St. Louis and San Jose – and, you know, you got your Leafs there, obviously. But Vegas, I think, is um, – Vegas and L.A., I think there's an opportunity there for some goals. I will throw a Coglin for Vegas. He's a guy – He's been that, good. Yeah, he's been really good, right? And he's benefiting from no Petrangelo. He's probably the real guy who's – like, Alec Martinez is great. And mm-hmm. he blocks a lot of shots. Yes, he does. I think he blocked, like, four in the final minute the other night. But <laughs> he's getting power play time as well. But Coglin is getting that second – power play time so i know he hasn't hit the score sheet in the past three but he had a hat trick there the only defenseman to have a hat trick imagine (laughs) dylan coglin but he's got you know four points in his past five games just getting an opportunity uh to play and in net i don't know man i think i'm looking at montreal and vancouver i'm looking at either price or allen or i agree like demko is six nine six nine i don't understand why that's a bad price 20 32 26 13 the bad game 22, 28, 24, 28. This guy is lighting it up. He was 8-1 against the Sens and 8 against the Sens in those two games. And now, tonight, he's 6-9. This guy. I love it. I'd go with the Canadians goalie. I'm not sure. Is it Price or uh, Allen tonight, meaning? I think we'll get Allen just because of that long road trip. Canadians could be a little sloppy. I like Allen. I like Allen as my goaltender. And I'd also look, uh, I'm not sure who who the Leafs are starting. I think that I would would look at uh, their tender tonight as well. Anderson is 8K if he gets in. All right. Um, what do you got for us? Final picks? Oh, boy, Meanie. Oh, boy. Final picks. Let's, let's hope here. I like, the Leafs to be, I like the Leafs to beat Calgary, but I don't like the juice. My uh, small play. <laughs> Down boy. My dogs last week. Man, I got out. Those picks were so brutal. Uh, the, the, the Rangers plus uh, 120 against the Capitals. We're going to rock that. I think Montreal wins. I don't like the juice, so we can do a couple parlays with the favorites. Underdogs, SJ Sharkey. I'm taking them at plus uh, 120. I just don't trust the Blues, and this team pisses the hell out of me. They take it so much money away from me. I just actually, I just when I see St. Louis Blues on the screen, I'm getting angry. Over, and I think the Kings might be a live dog against the Golden Knights if Leonard starts. Uh, even if he doesn't, Meany, I still think we can get over five and a half if you don't want to take a chance with LA because Vegas is so damn good. I like the over in those West Coast games at night with San Jose and the Vegas uh, game. I think both of them go over. Right. Um, hey, and you're not the only one who had the bad picks. I'm pretty sure Wednesday was awful, Matt. Uh, Wednesday was a day. Uh, you went two for six. <laughs> What's a Wednesday day? was a day. Yeah, Wednesday was a day. Was a day. Yeah. Uh, was Philly a money day. line missed. Philly over hit because of the Rangers. 
Uh, Vegas puck line miss, Vegas under miss, Edmonton Calgary under miss, Edmonton money line hit, two for six there, brings you to 81 for 135. Shot props, batting 500 last Wednesday, Toffoli yes, Connor yes, Patches and Marchessault let you down. That brings you to two for four there, 16 for 21 on shots though. That's fantastic. <laughs> I don't like the way you do your stats, Matt. It's not two for two, two for four. He's two for two, two for two, 85 and 100. Sounds like he's like, he's, he's 55 games over 500. Is he not? Oh yeah. What I is mean, his record? 85 people, and 50 yeah, something, right? He, yeah. He's 81 and 135. No, 81. And, what, no, no, no. He's, he's 81 out of 135. Yes. Out of 135. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. say 81 and 135. Or, hold on. There goes the feed. <laughs> zip, zip, zip. No. <laughs> No, 81, 135. It does seem like maybe I've got 81 right and 135. No, no, no. You're back over 500. I'll see you at the soup line. Hey, Meanie. I see Meanie at the grocery store. What do you got in your cart? I got ramen noodles and tuna. Yes, we do. With that record, we're not going to be eating meat. I can tell you that. Holy jeez. No, no, no. You're you're eating like kings if you follow the two of you. Except for (laughs) on certain days. Meanie hits winners. And I will say this, guys. I'm not sure if we talked about this earlier. Hey, Canadian government, here's a tip. Get it together. We're almost halfway through the season here. I talked to some other hockey guys, and imagine this. They're actually talking about destinations. This Canada-U.S. border thing, they're talking rumors, just rumors, people. I'm just throwing this stuff out there. Imagine the Leafs go to the playoffs, and they have to play in Buffalo with everybody in the stands. Leafs suck more than the Sabre shirts, meaning that's a train wreck. we got to get this thing situated. If you go and make it, you can't be playing neutral site games in, in barns that where teams hate you more than, like, than anything yeah, in the world. That's not fair. That's, no. not, that's not right at all. Um, yeah, they need to figure it out because it seems like playoffs are like six weeks away. We're yes. already past the halfway point here, so they need to figure something out. And the trade deadline, too, like, is that just going to be a complete shit show? Can these Canadian teams even get they, somebody? Because that's another point. Two weeks? We talked about give up this. My first round pick for somebody that's going to sit on the sidelines for two weeks before Excellent. I can get them? You're so right. And another thing is, so we have this border issue. Think about this. So the trade deadline's in a couple, meaning it's going to start soon. Like, get ready next week because. That situation isn't going to change any. If you're dealing with a Canadian team, you need time. So expect the trade deadline. It's going to be way earlier if you're dealing with these teams. I I find that fascinating as well. Excellent point. And the thing is, these guys test every day. Like, come on, like get the rules a little bit better. We got to use common sense here. That's all. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I'm Washington taking the under in Vancouver and Montreal, taking the Leafs, taking the over in San Jose and St. Louis, and I am going to side with Vegas there. Um, If Leonard does start, I would lean with the over there too, guys. For the shots, Toffoli, William Nylander, David Perron, uh, Mika Zibanejad, only two and a half. Don't go three and a half. Austin Matthews, three and a half there as well. So that's it. Goals, uh, I like Oshi tonight. I like Zabinajad to keep it going. So there's two there in that game, but I think you can have some fun. I think we'll see Washington and New York. You can just mix and match there. There's a lot of hot players in, in those two games. The Rangers just scored nine goals. They didn't use them exactly. all. Exactly. Uh, I just have this weird feeling about Nylander tonight. Nylander for goals uh, to Foley. If you want to pick a Vancouver Brock Besser, but honestly, I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals there. I think if you want to attack first goals or anytime goals, you go to New York and Washington and you go to St. Louis and San Jose hurdle and Tarasenko for me. And then for Vegas and LA, I don't think Dustin Brown's going to play. Keep an eye on him. If he does play the late game, 
if you had uh, you're looking for some late night action, I still would take the shot prop on him two and a half. But for the goals for Vegas, I'm going back to Marsha. So he's just been all over it. He's just he's just in a bit of a slump. The chances have been there. The opportunities have been there. So Jonathan Marsha. So Cam, always a pleasure, man. Yep. Uh, good luck tonight with the picks. <laughs> Enjoy the madness. I know you got all kinds of brackets on the go and golf too. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. This is the best me. I should tell the story. Sorry. So I'm picking I'm picking golf golf guys. I go through my list. I do like my research and stuff. I go up to my girlfriend. Who do you like in golf? She's like, Matt Jones. He's like 81. The guy took the first round leader course record. I don't even, I don't even, I put 20 bucks on him to win it 90 to one. Imagine I had first, like first round leader. He was like 75 to one and I didn't put any money on it. Yeah. Matt Jones, just out of the blue craziness. (laughs) She sounds like a keeper, bud. Well, yeah, she's a prognosticator. Yeah, she she knows actually she knows golf, golf handicapping. She's made. I remember in Vegas we went there. She's wasted, like couldn't even see. She said, "Tells me she's seeing like triple." We're betting like the Houston Open. She had Charlie her picks. She bought three guys, second, third, and fourth in a golf tournament. One hundred and fifty-four guys teed it up. She just picks Holy names out of a hat. <laughs> wow. Well, um, <laughs> maybe I should get her with hockey picks, but it only yeah. works in golf. <laughs> we'll have to do some golf. We'll do, I mean, Mayo's killing it here on the network, but we'll maybe have to do some golf picks uh, next week. Yeah. We'll you on, on a Wednesday, you ask her who she's feeling. Um, yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. That's stupid actually. Yeah. Three it's pretty dumb. Five golfers right there. <laughs> All right. From Cam Stewart, check them out. Series XM radio and just good luck everywhere. Good luck tonight. Yeah, you are everywhere, man. Good luck tonight with the picks. Have a great weekend. Maddie is here on the weekend giving some picks himself. He was red hot over the weekend, so make sure you check him out. We'll be back on Monday. Cheers.